Face podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add our podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. yeah oh man all right everybody welcome to episode 68 of the fantasy timeline a proud member of the dynasty addicts podcast network i'm here with my main man bill at super duperflex i'm josh at real fantasy tl bill what's going on man man it was a nice balmy 55 degrees here in detroit today it was incredible it was so weird to walk outside and like be like oh my god this is so comfortable and then see piles of snow everywhere it was just the weirdest like experience so uh pretty exciting pretty cool um and pretty excited for tonight how are you brother uh good same deal going on uh nice warm weather after you know 28 feet of snow accumulated on the ground so uh you know lot of lot of moisture on the ground because that stuff started melting a little bit but it was nice to actually go outside and feel the sunlight on your face and uh you know we'll uh we'll ask our uh, our super special guest about his weather report if you're watching this you see that uh we have a very handsome uh our uh our leader our uh, the person who uh Brings us into battle, our general, the uh, creator of the Dynasty Addicts Podcast Network, and someone that I I will call a friend, even though uh, he may not call me one. We got Dynasty (laughs) Outhouse. What's going on, Russ? I wouldn't call you a friend, brother. Oh, Oh, family. Brothers hug. Brothers don't shake hands. Brothers gotta hug. (laughs) I'm gonna need a minute after that. I'm gonna need a minute. Russ, how you doing, man? I am great now that I'm here and no longer wrestling with a freshly showered three-month-old bulldog. I am still soaking wet from it, though. But, yeah, that's how I'm doing right now. (laughs) Uh, I hope this is more pleasant than uh, than than wrestling a three month old bulldog. Um, weather weather in Jersey uh, treating you good too? Ex- weirdly, exactly the same as Philly out just outside of Philly and in Detroit. Apparently, like it was fifty five <laughs> degrees exactly, nice and sunny. I was outside with my hoodie sleeves pushed up because once once it's been twenty degrees for the past three weeks, fifty five feels like it might as well be eighty. Like, I was thinking about pulling my shorts out and everything. Yeah, all the snow's finally starting to melt. All the ice I didn't shovel away from that first snowstorm I could finally shovel away. <laughs> so, 
it's weird the things you get excited about when you're old. Yeah. Like, who I have a sidewalk again, even though just because I was lazy for one damn day and it just wouldn't stop snowing since that one damn day. Whew. But I'm good. I'm I'm so happy to be here because you guys asked me to be on this show like three or four weeks ago, it feels like. Yeah. And you're just like, hey, you want to be on the show? And I'm like, yeah. Wait, tonight? I can't do tonight. What are you talking about? All right. Well, how about the 24th? Dude, that's three weeks from now. I mean, yes, I'll do it, but <laughs> It's, Josh it's, has been really good about scheduling everybody, so it's kind of like crazy. Like I don't even know. Like Josh has just taken over the reins of this show, which I'm truly appreciative of. But he's like scheduling like into like April. It's just crazy. Well, it, it's funny because I, I hit these waves where like I will reach out to a bunch of people and be like, "Hey, love you to come on and be a guest," and I'll get like three people who'll be like, "Yeah, let's do it." Like, what dates are good for you? And we set something up, and then. I'll reach out to three more people and they're all like, oh man, like super booked up, super busy. Like how about a couple weeks from now or next month? And I'm like, yeah, like I'll hit you back up a little bit closer so that, you know, cause I, like if someone was like, can you come on my pod in June? I would say yes. And then forget the next week. So I'm like, Google let me re- calendar, Google calendar, yeah. man. And the I thing know. is, let me give you a hint. Google Calendar, but don't just put Josh podcasting on it. Because that was a mistake I used to make. Because then it's like, wait, who the hell am I podcasting with next week? <laughs> <laughs> like, I had to, I, I, cre- I have two calendars. I have the one I share with my wife, which does just say Russ podcasting. And then I have my Dynasty Outhouse at gmail.com if you ever hey just email me for the hell of it why not like i have that one where it actually says fantasy timeline so i know what the hell i'm doing at that specific time so yeah so then i like i reach out to people you know two weeks later through hey you know i remember we talked last week or we talked two weeks ago and they're like no not really and i'm like yeah do you you want to guess now they're like that's when you screenshot that shit just like look man you told me i'm sure you told me you were gonna come on in a few weeks the problem is, and the it, problem is is that like everyone I reach out to is like so super nice. I'm like I can never do that to anyone. But uh but no man, glad to have you on. It's always like just super fun to have you on. I think this is your third time on the show. We'll go with no, that. At least so second. Enough. At least second cuz he was our number 2 guest. Yep. So Not our poopy if, guest, but our second I, guest. If you're if you're not watching live, which you absolutely should be, or you can watch it not live after the fact, that's the better way to put it. I was just making a very angry face that I was not the first guest. I know that that is Russ's uh, master plan for every podcast that he uh, that he helps start. With. And by the way, this is one of those uh, he wants to be first. So he uh, we use. I forgot who our first guest was. Shane. But, oh, no, that was. No, that was no, my that other was you. show. That um, was you making yeah. me second also. Yes. Ooh. All right. No, gonna... you were our first guest. You we were our first back. guest. We can go back. You were my second guest for uh, Super Flex Birds. There you go. Yeah. So uh, so now that we got that bit of business, Whether it's true or not, I'm going to say it is. Just it's because true. it'll it make me true. feel better about it. It is it definitely is. true. So You could lie uh, to me because I won't remember. There, uh, there was actually a little bit of news, so we'll uh, we'll talk about it for a second. Russ, I know that you already spoke about this on the Trade Addicts pod. By the way, 
if for some unknown reason you are listening to us the trade addicts podcast like that's a huge mistake like just kind of fix it just find them subscribe and you can thank me later or but, uh, if you already subscribed to the Dynasty Addicts Podcast Network, you'd be seeing Trade Addicts Pod slide right into your podcast feed anyway. There you go. This is true. That's, how you, with, that's uh, how you do it, Josh. Rush, you're so much better at marketing. That's why he that's why he he's, why he's the boss. The show. Yeah. That's why he signs the checks. Um so Carson Wentz. Uh, Nobody he got traded. Anymore. I saw that face that look on Bill's face. <laughs> Like, wait, you're gonna check? What? We deal with ACH, baby. There's all electronic payments over here. Just <laughs> you know, okay, good. Keep it quiet because I don't pay Bill. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's why I said sign the checks, Ross. Come on, I'm trying to help you out. Carson Wentz gets traded. Carson Wentz got traded. <gasps> I know it's it's not like he talked about this a couple days ago, but um, to the Indianapolis Colts, it's a uh for a third round pick and a conditional second that it will most likely be a first unless Carson Wentz is very terrible or gets hurt. So Bill, we'll start with you since uh, we won't have Russ talk about this too long since he already did it. Um, fantasy wise, dynasty redraft, what, however you want to talk about it. what, what does this do for Carson Wentz? Do you like him more? Do you like him less? Do you like him the same? Well, I like him more because at least I know that he's going to be the guy. Like, we didn't know that, you know, if he stayed with Philly. So I am very happy with the trade. I like the fact that at least there's some hope um, that, you know, maybe he can regain some sort of uh, magic that he had, uh, you know, back in the day when he was playing for uh, Reich. Um, but you know, I, I, it's tempered. I mean, I'm not like, oh my God, he's going to be a, you know, QB one this year or anything like that. But you got to like that he's falling into a lot better situation with a better line, you know, wide receivers even, I mean, are better, I think. Um, you know, just the whole scheme's going to help him. The defense is, I mean, there's just so much going for him that wasn't going for him. And there's really no competition unless uh, Jacob Eason takes a huge step forward. So, I don't think that's a a big concern and um, yeah, I like it. I I think if nothing else, there is a value bump, a perceived value bump that if you don't really like him and you don't feel like he's, you know, getting is, is he's not as good as he was a few years ago or what he appeared to be. And he is really more what he was the last couple of years, then it's a good time to move him. So I think ultimately like I'm happy with the move. I just, uh, you know, if I have him, I'm probably holding him because uh, it'll build up through the off season, I think. And, um, you know, because there's always sunshine blowing uh, reports once uh, camp starts and all that kind of stuff. So every little tidbit, everybody's going to get so much more excited about him. Yeah, I'm with you. I think uh, all over the offensive side of the ball, he's getting upgrades pretty much. Um that offensive line, I know they lost their uh, left tackle, uh, Costanzo. He retired, but everyone else is coming back. They have Pittman. They have Paris Campbell, who's good if he can stay healthy. 
and they still have cap space. Like they can go out and get a guy. Maybe they get a Rob, maybe it's Kenny G, maybe it's Juju or God, who knows, you know, but they have the flexibility to do that and grab a guy. And to be honest, if that's not the route they want to go, I mean, they're, I think they, I believe they have the 21st pick in the first round. Like maybe they snag one of these wide receivers that people are talking about are going to go at the end of the first round and pair them up with, with Pittman and Campbell and, and go. So, I mean, it's weird. I feel like there's a lot of negativity on Carson Wentz and don't get me wrong. If you just want to base it on what he did last year, the negativity is a hundred percent warranted, but I mean, just the year before that he took the Eagles to the playoffs. And I mean, he was throwing to Greg Ward and uh, Deontay Burnett and guys that you probably didn't even have on your team uh, in the deepest of dynasty leagues. So uh, if he can just get an upgrade and maybe change the scenery, I, I think he could be a uh, a very good player. And he was taken at 605 in our listener league draft. So super flex 12 team. I feel like that's a uh, 77th pick overall. Yeah, I feel like that's a a pretty good value. And I think he was taken right before the trade went down, I think. Or maybe it was right after. But, uh, yeah. Russ, any any final parting words on this news? Well, not really, but it's weird. It's How often do we get something right? Because I feel like the community was always just like, well, the Colts are like the one team that has the cap space and the need. And he actually, it actually happened. They were just like, yeah, I feel smart, right? <laughs> and it made sense because Frank Reich was there. Frank Reich was was he the, the OC or the QB coach? I can't remember when Wentz had his awesome season. I think he, he was, was the, the OC, OC, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So getting yeah. them two back together and, <laughs> and and Drew in the chat brought up uh, Pittman not giving up number 11. More importantly, did you see A.J. Brown's response? Yes. A.J. Brown responded, oh. like, look, man, don't forget who gets you the ball. I don't think you want to talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, fun but, fact, AJ Brown also wears number 11. So. Number 11, yeah. <laughs> uh, thankfully Tannehill was 17. Uh, but no, I love this. Like I I've, I've always been a Wentz believer. I've always been a big fan. Philly just never put him in a good situation. And I just I, I love this. The better offensive line, the better weapons, the yeah, better running back. Screw it. I'll say it. I really like Jonathan Taylor. I'll say, it. but yeah. So like yeah. the the running game is definitely gonna have to get respected, and a better defense. So like the, there is no aspect the Eagles were better at. Maybe at tight end, and that's it. But don't get me wrong. I like Trey Burton, Mo Ali Cox. I think Jack Doyle's a free agent, but Jack Doyle's not going anywhere. But like, still like, and don't forget. Trey Burton was on the Eagles with Carson Wentz, so there's a little bit of chemistry there. Like I, I, I love this. I at pick 76. If I wasn't an ass and didn't trade up six times in the Trade Addicts nine draft, so I can get to 101 and 103 to take Mahomes and Kyler, I would absolutely be drafting Carson Wentz. But I don't have a pick to like the 14th round now. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, just just like living, that. just living in the Philly market and just watching him. Like obviously, I saw all of the lowlights from the 2020 season, yeah. but just kind of watching Wentz win games with nobodies in 2019. I can't believe the dude just went from being able to do that to totally washed in, in the span of a season. And I think a lot of it is more mental. I mean, yeah, yes. I mean, he, he was having mechanical breakdowns as well, 
which I think. Well, one leads to the other. Like I, I just don't think his brain. I don't think his. I don't think he was in it. I think his mood was off. I think his brain was just wasn't completely in it. And you're gonna have those people like, oh, you're making millions of dollars. You just go out there and play. It's more than just that. I mean, first of all, you're making millions of dollars because your body is dead when you are done with this game. But also, like, you have a, a boss, a company, like, that's what these teams technically are, that are showing zero interest in you as a human being and as a player itself. You are literally just something they are throwing money at. And then whether it's their fault or not, the quarterback's the guy that gets the blame when the offense is bad. So... He's just like, you know what? They're going to shit on me anyway. I'm just going to fall down before I get sacked. I'm going to throw the ball away before I get hit. And that is just, it is what it is. And I can't say I get it because, let's face it, my brain will never understand the competitiveness of actual athletes because that part of my brain is just missing. But still, like, absolutely, every, like, Andrew Luck retired for similar reasons that Carson Wentz just left the Eagles. Like, I, I completely believe that maybe he won't go back to that um, almost MVP form, but right. I can't imagine him not getting better than he than he was last year. It, it's beyond me. So, like, Bill calls him a hold. I call him a buy. Like, I – because chances are you can probably get him for a later – a mid to late first. Like, if you can get him for, like, the 106 and later – I'm all for that because to me the tops like the top tier of rookies is like six to seven deep, nine at most. So, to me, if you can get him from one of those later picks, I mean, you're gonna have a starting quarterback for at least the next couple of years on a very good team. And like you said, there's always like they have so much cap room. So I'm all there. I I, I love Carson Wentz. Yeah, and uh, you know. People are saying, you know, he hates having to look over his shoulder. And, and that was always like such a weird situation because he had that MVP t- type season in 2017. Then he got hurt. Then Foles takes him to the Super Bowl. And that was kind of a weird dynamic. And then they finally get rid of Foles. And you think, you know, he's finally the guy. And then they take Hurts in the second, which is another thing. And, you know, I think now being in Indy and not having, you know, to really worry about the guy behind them, unless, you know, they sign like a, you're not worrying about Jacob Eason. Let's just put it that way. Unless, well, yeah, unless they go much- and bring in competition, in which case right. I will feel bad for Carson Wentz at that point. <laughs> if they sign, if they sign like a Fitzpatrick to back him up, I yeah. think that could be a little bit different, but yeah, Eason, Eason, if Eason is the backup, Carson Wentz has got no worries about, you know, having to, you know, the guy behind them and, you know, our boy Har, you know, he got hit a ton. I, I was listening, and I can't remember who I was listening to, so I apologize. But they gave up the most sacks in the league, and Carson Wentz took 50 sacks himself. That's not talking about all the sacks that Hurts took. And 50 is tied for number two in the league for an entire team. So mm-hmm. it's just like he was getting pounded you know and and it's not the line it's not all the lines fault i mean they were they were starting third and fourth string guys a lot of the season due to all the injuries so i mean you can only do what you can do but yeah i think i think moving on new uh new scenery new teammates i think it's going to be good for him and 
I think that uh, if you are in a startup, target him, you know, you're not going to have to spend a premium pick on him, but QB2, <laughs> go go get it. I think you'll be uh, be happy with that. So, you know, got a little bit, got the news out of the way because there's usually not news this time of year. And now we're going to go to uh, to what we saw on the timeline. So uh, the first question is from Jimmy Barnhart at Jimmy underscore Barnhart. 12-team, super flex, tight end premium. He wants to know if this is a fair offer. So we have Mike Evans on one side, and then we have Juju and the 2021-204 on the other side. So is it Evans or is it Juju in the pick? Russ, why don't we start with you? What, which which side of this do you like more? That's pretty even to me. I mean, I... I... I'm of the mind where I think Juju is the kind of wide receiver that can fit in almost any situation he wants to go in. If he stays in Pittsburgh, he'll be fine. If he goes somewhere, he gets to pretty much choose where he goes, right? Because there's going to be a couple of teams interested, and he'll get to choose, hopefully. Man, that kid has to make, sorry, that young man has to make so much money in sponsorships and advertising and all that stuff that, like, maybe he, again, I don't have the same brain. So maybe like they need every single dollar they can get. But like if he's willing to give up two, three million dollars on his contract to go sign with a better team, then I love him no matter where he goes. Evans never will get the respect that he deserves from the beginning of his career. But still, they're pretty even to me in the first place. So I guess maybe I would say is the stability of knowing Mike Evans is on Tampa with Tom Brady throwing in the ball worth the two, you know the 204 yeah i mean whatever that's fine you know so this is pretty much a pick to me if it's me i guess i take juju in the 204 because it's the extra piece but i could see either side like if i had regardless of which side i had i'd probably be like okay sure <laughs> yeah yeah it's one of those even enough all right bill what do you like you like uh evans or juju in the pick yeah i think i agree almost exactly with what Russ said, I think that, you know, it is a very even trade. I think the poll shows that it is a pretty even trade. Um, it's ultimately, if I'm a contender, you know, it's one of those things. It's, it's just a matter of like, I'd rather take the definite points with Mike Evans. Uh, but if I'm kind of in that, you know, you know, I'm not sure where it is or I'm in a rebuild. Obviously it's the other direction. Um, I mean, Every time you think that Mike Evans is is slipping, he he shows he's not, you know, and it's just a matter of the offense and how, you know, how he's getting utilized. He's always going to disappear, you know, for weeks, and there's going to be weeks where he just destroys. So it's just one of those things. And Juju, you know, it's just a matter of, like, you know, where do they use him? Do they use him in the slot? Do they use him outside? I mean, he showed that he's much better in the slot than he is you know, playing on the outside. So um, there's a little bit of unknown there. Uh, like, for example, like if he went to the Lions, like I wouldn't be happy with that situation for him. Um, so, I mean, I'm just not 100% sure. So I'd, I'd rather take the security of knowing that Mike Evans is with Tampa. And, um, you know, if he's blowing up and my team kind of fizzles out, I think I can still move him during the season, you know, to get uh, – you know, get get some younger players or picks 
at that point? Yeah, I, I think I'm on the Evans side, even though, I mean, if I, if I see this trade or if someone came to me in a DM and asked me, like, hey, what do you think about this trade? You're like, hey, like I lean, I lean the Evans side, but if you like the juju and the pick, go for it. You know, according to the people that actually are looking at this thing, you know, people like, you know, like Ray Garvin, people like, you know, all the people out there. I'm, I'm blanking on names right now for some unknown reason. Kane, um, Zach Reed, J. Mike, like. People are saying this draft looks like it's about 20 deep at like players that you'll be happy with on your squad. So, I mean, 204 and a 12 team, that's 16. So you should be, you should be happy with that. Plus you get Juju. You know, so I get it. I just think that Evans is the guy that we kind of always, you know, maybe he starts slow like he did last year and we're like, he's done. He doesn't got it anymore. And then, he just gets his thousand yards, you know, his double digit touchdowns. And then at the end of the year, we're like, well, he can't do it again next year. And then he just does it again next year. So um, well, the start of the season I, I, was nothing like we've seen before. Like this, no. the start of this season, he was literally Jordan Howard, like <laughs> one yard and one touchdown. touchdown. <laughs> and that was his games, you know, two catches for four yards and two touchdowns. Like it was ridiculous. Like I, I legitimately was out on Mike Evans at the beginning of the year because that's, it was a good couple of games as long as Chris Godwin wasn't hurt. Cause then when Chris Godwin was hurt, Mike Evans saw everything, but it wasn't yeah. until like halfway through the season where they got their stuff together. And once that started happening, man, there's no reason that can't go into next year, especially if Godwin's gone. So yeah, I, I, again, both sides of this trade. Like I was about to say, like I could totally see taking my, but I could still take Juju in that 204. Because uh -huh. especially once you get close, like, yeah, so definitely both sides of this. But getting those, like you said, the top the range of rookies is usually this draft's about 20 deep. So if you can get the 15th, 16th, like the 204 is, that's a really good bargaining chip. To have someone be like you, you just go out to the league, like, look, this is almost running out. Why don't you come take this pick? And you can probably get a first for next year. Or mm -hmm. you know, to uh, you know, uh, move a couple of picks back and grab a third on top. Like it's a very movable piece on top of getting Juju also. For sure. So, and you know, as we were saying, you know, Juju and the pick got fifty three percent of the vote. Mike Evans got forty seven. So, I mean, pretty close to fifty fifty as you can get on Twitter. So, yeah, I mean, either way, go for it. I mean. I like the Evans side, um, you know, Russ likes Juju in the pick. Bill, were you on the Evans side? I can't remember where you ended up. Yeah. So, I mean, so either way. Take Juju in the pick because clearly I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I think you're right. There you go. Go with, our, go with our boss. Uh, he, he knows best. So, the next one here is from uh, the Buffalo Dash Schuler at the FF Buffalo. Uh, he said, drop a late round wide receiver that you're excited to see progress next season. Um, and then he gave, uh, he gave a couple of examples, but I won't list them out in case they maybe were the guys you were thinking of. So Bill, we'll start off with you. Late round wide receiver that you are, are interested in. Well, you know, that's interesting because like late round, like we're doing a startup and like all the people that I'm thinking of are 
are still in that super late round, right? Like the all these guys are mid round picks now. Like it, it seems like the hype train has you know kind of uh, kicked a lot of these these guys, these second year guys forward. Um, I, I think of the, of the guys that kind of what they're talking about. I think that Darnell Mooney is my guy. I think he had like ninety some targets last year. Um, you know, as a, as a rookie with um, you know, he was going up against Anthony Miller, so he wasn't getting a ton of targets early on. And, you know, Allen Robinson getting a ton of targets. Allen Robinson may not be there this year. If that's the case, then, you know, that opens up some more opportunity for him. Um, he can play inside and outside, so that's a positive. So that's going to give him more opportunity to be on the field. Um, you know, so I think he's the guy that I kind of liked last year so it's almost like this bias of mine to like go oh i still like you know he showed so i'm gonna i want more of him um so like i want to be more right i guess so i mean it's probably part of that is just a bias thing but like i'm excited to see what he does this year and what about you russ Who who's that guy that you're looking at well i'm with you on darnell mooney because i i really think there's no way Allen Robinson goes back. I just, I think yeah, that's done. I agree. And while I don't think it's a one-for-one one replacement by any means, Mooney is good, so he will get targets from regardless of whoever the quarterback ends up being. Um, well, I'm going to steal your guy and say, well, I have a couple, but I'll say Quintus Cephas. Uh, there's, if Galladay doesn't come back, it's it's Cephas and Hawkinson. That's all that's left to catch the ball because Marvin Jones is also a free agent, and they're not paying a 40-year-old when they're rebuilding. So... <laughs> Uh, so, so I'm a big fan of the fact that he may just fall into volume for, you know, by default. Um, and also I go for the Johnsons, uh, Colin Johnson and Tyler Johnson. Uh, I am scooping up anyone on the Jaguars I can, cause like saying Visco right now wouldn't really work cause he's way too much of a mid pick, but I mean, maybe you know, Colin Johnson, maybe like he's a big dude. Maybe that's what they need. Maybe that's what the, uh, I almost said Tyler Johnson again, but maybe that's what Trevor Lawrence is going to want to throw to we don't really know you know necessarily how that's going to work out and then tyler johnson is really just based on the fact if godwin leaves there's going to be some shuffling and he's the cheapest guy you could buy on that team so why not just get a piece you know so those i mean if we're sticking to second year guys because that's the only thing my brain could think of right now those are my three real buys right now from the second half of startup drafts so uh lindsey kennedy she says she she likes your uh, your cephas uh shout out there because she just took them at 1608 in a, in the listener league startup and uh, member of the the trade addicts b team uh justin was was slamming cephas and i i had to put some respect on his name because you know <laughs> apparently you know he's slow so he can't be good so, you know, hey, you know he showed goes. just fine at the beginning of the season, one of those first two games when Godwin was out, when uh, Galladay was out. So, and I think if uh, it's all about can Goff, can Goff actually get him the ball? But besides that, I mean, I think, <laughs> he, you know, he uh, he wanted to share his love of Goff, but then trash Cephas. And I was like, yeah, you know, Cephas is actually uh, is actually a great route runner, which I think a lot of people don't realize because he's slow. Um, but he's actually like a really good route runner. So if 
Goff can just get him the ball. He'll he'll be all right. But uh, one guy I wanted to sh- uh, wanted to throw out there is uh, Gabriel Davis of the Bills. Yes, uh, I was thinking about him and then forgot him when I started thinking about Cephas. So yeah, I, I completely agree. Uh, he kind he kind of showed out uh, only thirty five receptions, but five hundred and ninety nine yards, uh, which is a pretty good clip, and seven touchdowns. So. The guy can do something once he has the ball in his hands. Uh, I think John Brown is a free agent or can be cut or something like that. Yeah, he's, he's probably gone. So if yeah. he's just kind of moving up into the pecking order, uh, I mean, more opportunity. I just like what his ceiling can be. And another guy that I, I touted last year, and I am going to tout one more time, uh, Brian Edwards for the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh a lot of a lot of injury in his uh, rookie season, but when he was out there, his um, yards per target was actually kind of insane. And I think that if uh, if they can get it, get him incorporated into the offense a little bit more, and he can stay healthy, uh, I think he can. I think he can do some big things on that offense. So uh, there you go, Schuler. A bunch of guys. Um, Hopefully, uh, wait before you move on. I want to throw out. I want to throw out Van Jefferson uh, mm. because you said golf, and it made me think about the Rams, even though he's not there anymore. Uh, same reason as I was talking about the Johnsons is getting in on an offense because the Rams are a good offense. And if you really believe that golf is what was holding them back, then you're going to be further into that offense than you were last year. And again, if you want to get the cheapest piece and you want to get the piece that is well, also the youngest and probably the fastest at this point, you know. You go with Van Jefferson. I think he's a cheap as you, you probably don't have to pay more than a late second. And, you know, that should probably get it done pretty easily. Um, so, yeah, that's another name I just wanted to throw out before you moved on. And uh, fun fact, Josh Reynolds is a free agent. So. Right, right, uh, right. That too. So just bump, uh, just bump Van Jefferson up one. My dog and my daughter fell asleep together. <laughs> That's awesome. Aww. That's so cute. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but yeah, so there you go. We got we got a ton of them. We probably uh, named, you know, everyone outside of the top five uh, <laughs> wide receivers yeah, right. that were uh, picked last year. So there you go. Uh, you should have a you should have a ton of guys to work with there. Uh, so this next one is from J Money at J Money Jarrett. J Money uh, Dynasty All right, excited. half half PPR. Um, Cam Akers or Robert Woods and David Montgomery. So, uh, Russ, why don't we start off with you? Uh, do you like Akers or do you like Woods and Montgomery? I like. I, I'm definitely going to fall into shiny new toy syndrome on this one. I don't know if it's the right answer, but I kind of want Acres. Uh, Woods is Robert Woods is good. We know that, but will he be the guy that he was with Stafford? I mean, there's such different quarterbacks, Stafford and Goff, that we it's it's a little foolish to think you know what it's going to look like. And man, I just I don't. David Montgomery scored more points in the last five weeks than he did in the first nine you know <laughs> things fell in a special way the, those last few games that, that and this this happens to a lot of play a lot of running backs really where they just 
spike at the end of the year and nothing changes. I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of changes to that offense. Tariq Cohen's coming back. Who knows who their quarterback's going to be? Because they, they've said they're pretty much moving on from Trubisky. They clearly don't seem thrilled with Foles. So, I mean, they're drafting or going to sign somebody. So that offense is going to look completely different anyway, I feel like, again, without Allen Robinson also. So that's a lot of maybe as opposed to, again, Akers is a guy that did well just those last few weeks. But we know... Well, I believe Akers is talented. He's good. And I think that offense is only going to get better than what it was. So I, I'm on the Akers side, especially just from a value standpoint. Like Akers hype is kind of crazy right now. So I think you could get more than those two. Maybe not like even if it's not more value wise, I think you, you can get at least like one better player out of it. That feels a lot safer than those two. So but I'm, I'm easily on the Akers side of this. All right, Bill, Akers or the package. Um, yeah, I think I'm very much like discounting wide receivers now. Like it's just kind of how I mentally do it. So like, I mean, there's just so many wide receivers and there's just going to be more. And the fact that, you know, Woods is getting up there in years, like sure. You're going to get another year or two of production from him, but is it really going to be that different than another wide receiver that you can get for less? Uh, it's just kind of one of those things like every there's such a huge clump of wide receivers that are like I can't really separate. So I'd rather just go with somebody who's like going to cost less. And so with the running back, I'm just looking at Montgomery or Akers. I mean, I feel like Akers is much more talented and I, on the better offense. So, I mean, that alone kind of makes me feel like I would do that. Like I'm, I'm very m- much willing to move like a second or third tier wide receiver on top of somebody to get a better running back. Yeah. This one was tough for me because I'm, I'm totally with Russ here. Kind of like, Hey, shiny new toy. And we kind of saw him show out at the end of the season, but was that due to Darrell Henderson being hurt? Is he going to end up being a factor next year? Yeah, Russ also mentioned, like, what is Stafford going to do for that offense? Is Robert Wood still, like, that number one guy, or is it spread around a little bit more to the, you know, Cooper Cups and Van Jeffersons, and maybe Tyler Higbee becomes a thing again? Um, God, this was so tough. I, I mean, I think I would go with, like, Woods and Montgomery, but, like, I'm not like super confident in it. I'm not like bang the table. Like I'm <laughs> totally right about this one. Like someone could easily be like, yeah, but also doesn't it- that mean, but doesn't that make you feel like you should get better players for Eagers If you're just like, uh, yes. to the, to that yeah. side, which means you yes. should hang on the, the best player. So I'm making the decision for you. You are choosing the Cam Akers side. <laughs> so we we have all chose the Cam Akers side after after I briefly <laughs> chose the wrong side. Um, but no, Russ. I mean, I think you bring up a really good point. Like, if you have Cam Akers and this is the offer you get, and you're as indecisive as I was, like, yeah, like I get it. Like I could do this trade. That probably means you shouldn't do the trade because if you're not like, yeah, yeah, like I'm 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 definitely getting the value I deserve out of Cam Akers, then you shouldn't be doing the trade. 
So yep, and I I'm totally looking at the uh, like DTC, and it shows like that is pretty close. But you're doing a two for one, so like I feel like there needs to be a little bit more little package adjustment. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. even like earlier, like right at the end of the season, I well, right after the season, I should say, I traded away David Montgomery for DJ Chark, and mm-hmm. I was oh, told I, I I was told that Montgomery was worth more than Chark. But even if that trade was Cam Akers for Woods and Chark, I would feel better about it then. Like, yes, if this yeah. trade, if Montgomery is in this trade because, oh, I need a running back. I'm trading away a running back. It's February. Knock that stuff off. You don't get, just go for the best value you can get. And if you're trading away such a young guy, you might as well get another young studly guy. And I, I'm a Chark fan. And again, Trevor Lawrence is coming in, whether you trade him away before the season starts because the hype is just going to get bigger and bigger for the people that are pass catching for Trevor Lawrence. That's fine. That's why you trade right now. You trade to gain value on your team so you can move that value for more later. That's just how it's supposed to work, at least. So, again, like the value itself isn't super off, like Bill was saying, like with DTC. It's just that Acres' value can and probably will go up. I, there's no way Montgomery's value is getting higher and Woods is past 25 years old. So his value can only go down. Right. So to me, it's just, it's, it's moves in the wrong direction. I know you probably didn't do this Russ, but you mentioned the uh, Montgomery for Chark. You didn't, you didn't run a poll on that. Did you? Oh no, no, no. But that was me. I just sent it. Oh no, it wasn't okay. a Twitter challenge. I, 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 well, to be fair, I tried to get more from it. I think I tried to get like shark in a second and the dude's just like, I'll do it straight up. And I'm like, eh, I don't like David Montgomery whatever. That's fine. Because it, it's funny that people came to you and said you should have gotten more value. But I feel like if you had run a poll just saying like, hey, which side do you like more? And then run the same exact poll, like the second after Trevor Lawrence gets drafted. I feel like that that value swing would be so massive in the other direction because right now, technically, the Jaguars just have the first pick in the draft. It's not yeah. Trevor Lawrence yet. But the second it becomes Trevor Lawrence, it, uh-huh. like you're going to be able to sell your DJ Charks, your LaVisca Chenault, even your like James Robinsons for, you know, what? 10, 20% more than you would the day before the draft. I mean, it's it's going to be an insane swing in value once the commissioner actually comes to the podium and says the Jacksonville Jaguars take Trevor Lawrence. So I, I like doing those things. And also, well. I mean, let's not forget that David Montgomery won a lot of people fantasy championships. Let's just put it out there. Yeah. Like he yep. had that run in the end. So that's that was fresh in people's minds. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean... That's not who he is, and I'm fine with that. And I'm smart enough to know that I'm not going to pull the wool over people's eyes in trade addicts leagues and be like, no, David Montgomery, top five running back, right? Right? Like, no one's going to buy that. So I traded him for what his value really is as opposed to, like, what it seemed to be at that point. So uh, so Drew comes up with an interesting one here. Um, reality versus fantasy. Um, Chark with uh, T-Law. Or Monty with Deshaun Watson. No, more important, go one down. Click on Lindsay's. (laughs) 
Mooney with Mooney Watson. With Watson. <laughs> That's what matters. Watson actually doesn't check down all that much, so that doesn't necessarily help. But again, also Tariq Cohen's coming back. So it, it was a cute try, Drew, but it just it doesn't really work in this one. Uh, so the answer is still easily Chark with T-Law to me. Yeah, I mean, the reason why Monty got all of that volume is, like you said, Russ, like Tariq Cohen wasn't there. And you can say whatever you want about Tariq Cohen, but the Bears actually paid him a good chunk of money to stay around. So it's not like they're just going to forget about him uh, once he's healthy and able to produce. So I think a lot of the pass catching and the stuff that you kind of were very surprised to get from Montgomery is not going to be there as much as it was. So that's... Uh, was Drew's thing for fantasy? I Because I, so. I would completely take the Watson side on that. In you fantasy? would take you would take Monty with Watson over Chark with Tila. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm I can't I can't do it. Just so I don't like, think I he mean, was meaning, he wasn't meaning he wasn't meaning a trade. He was just saying which situation. Like in a oh, I gotcha, I gotcha. Okay. Yeah, 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 I misunderstood. Okay. okay, I wasn't trading those two for those two. It was right, how right. This yeah. player with yes, he's saying which situation do you like? He's better. just saying would I misunderstood. Like, okay, okay. Cool. Cause I was like, oh, I was like, Bill and I are gonna get into a fight and I'm all about it. <laughs> he he was lying about not having alcohol. He put some whiskey in. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But I, and it's that's so not alcohol for Irish. <laughs> <laughs> but Bill and I are so funny because because people come to us all the time and are like, God, you guys like agree on so much. And it's like we don't go out there like try we don't come to the show like, hey, we're gonna agree on everything. We just kind of agree. But like some of my favorite parts of this show are when we disagree and we go at it because it's it's fun. And Bill and I at the end of the show are like, oh, man, that was like fun. Like you had you had your piece to say, I had my piece mm-hmm. to say. And we're like yeah. we're like we co-own the team in the Timeline Listener League. And you should see our private chat. It's I like, all right, say that. like our pick is coming up. Like, who do you like? Here are the guys I'm kind of looking at. Who are you looking at? Josh and, lists a bunch of cowboys. Hey, like, what have, am I supposed to do with that? We we have two, so it's been working. It's been working. We have uh, C.D. Lamb Which and Blake two? Darwin. So, all right. Well, I mean, one of them's going to work well, so that's good. I guess he's really in love with Darwin. I like it. I like it. Um, yeah. See, uh, yeah. So... <laughs> I can't even. I can't even just no. I, I no. I'm sorry for anyone listening. No, that is. I was joking. That was a lie. I'm sorry. C.D. Lamb is awesome. You can see the big smile on Russ's face if you're actually watching us <laughs> while he was doing that. But um, no, nah, like, and Bill's like, hey, like, I like these guys. I, I don't like, like, two guys on your list. And I'm like, oh, I don't like two guys on your list. And then we're like, hey, how about this one guy? Sure. I think we there was one round where we really were like, he was like, I don't like your guy. And I was like, well, I don't like your guy. And we went back and forth for like 10 So he took a pick. Yeah, we're like, all right, we'll take a rookie pick here. It's like, all right, the damn. ultimate compromise. That's right. <laughs> but like, Bill and I, every, I mean, we're in the what are we in the 18th round now or something, and we're still just like, hey, like, here's my list of guys. Who do you like? And he's like, oh, I like these guys, and we don't argue. Well, so, 18th I mean, make- round, and you're still both listing guys. Like, usually you just oh, yeah. like start swapping rounds at that point. No. Right. No, we're still uh, we're still in this. Hey, there. That 
That's Listen, cute. let me let me show you. I'll I'll tell you some of the guys that are out there. There are still some studs on the uh, on the old draft. Let's board. not let's not bore our our <laughs> listeners with our team. No, I was gonna just talk about guys that were still available to be drafted or our league. <laughs> really, I I literally based a podcast around my league. So I mean, yeah, like, you know, watch what you're saying, Bill. <laughs> hey, 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 uh, hey, listen. Why don't we take Todd Gurley? He's top of top of the ADP list right now. Uh, no, we're not doing that. But no, uh, don't do. That. No, we're not. We're not doing that. We're we're trying we're trying to do something good with our team. But mm-hmm. um, all right, cool. Hey, let's move it on to uh, our next one. This is from Dynasty Sultan at Dynasty Zoltan FF. I thought he said Sultan. So <laughs> I did not say oh. Sultan. Zoltan. Now I want to make Soltan. Dynasty Soul Glow. <laughs> Soul. <laughs> Sorry, Zoltan. Sorry, Zoltan. Soul <laughs> he he's curious on this one, and he's probably more curious after the uh, the Sultan here. Um, this is a Superflex Dynasty, so he's got Mahomes on one side, and then he has the 101, 102, 201 and 204 on the other side. So the top two picks and then two high second rounders or Patrick Mahomes. Russ, why why don't you take this one first? Mahomes. Bill? I I mean, I don't even think, like, like, it blows my mind where the poll is. Like, let's just say that. Like, I mean, if this is... The only re- the only time I don't say that is if this is like a sixteen team league. Maybe I consider yeah, then you need that more trade a little bit that, yeah. more. But that is the only way I'm considering this trade. And like, even if it's fourteen, like I think it's so Mahomes in this. Like, it's just, I mean, this is a beautiful trade because people so overvalue picks every year. Like, it's just crazy to me. And like you don't know what's going to happen. Like we see a lot of picks hit, but there's so many that don't. And we forget about those sometimes. And, you know, if you hit on three of those, you're going to be ecstatic. And so, but what's hitting, is it QB one? Is it, you know, a top 12 quarterback? I mean, like even then, like if you have both of those quarterbacks hit and they end up, QB ones. I mean, what's the difference between like, let's say, um, let's say it ends up being Lawrence ends up being like a top eight quarterback. And then um, I've already blanking on the guy from Ohio state fields is uh, a 12. Like they're still so far away from like the QB one to three that Mahomes is every year. Like you could plug in like a mediocre quarterback for that second quarterback and still outscore those two guys. So, like, that's how much value, in my opinion, Mahomes has. So, like, there's no way I'm going to take the unknown over arguably the best asset in Superflex. Yeah, you're trading away a stud. Inarguably. Yeah, 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 you're trading away a stud. You need something solid in return. And say all you want the fact that Trevor Lawrence. Right now. Yeah. yeah. Say that, I I know that Trevor Lawrence is a top 12 startup pick. That doesn't mean he's solid in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, and you know, I bring this up because every time I find a Mahomes question, I bring it on because 
for last month and a half, two months, we got a Mahomes question. Like, and someone just asked, like, what would you need to get in order to trade Mahomes away? And I was just like, yeah, you know, like Thanos, like everything. Like, yeah. and and that's that's what it is. It's like, what do you need? Well, I need a lot. And this trade, it's a bunch of picks. And you know, Bill made a real good point. Like, you know, would you trade Mahomes for Kirk Cousins and Matt Stafford. I mean, you're t- you're talking about two guys that are like back end of top twelve most years, but like you're not making that trade, and that you know you're hoping that Fields and Lawrence are like the eight and like twelfth best quarterback in the league. You know, two or three years from now. But, but what if Fields? You know, and I'm not saying he will, but what if he follows the uh the uh, Dwayne Haskins route, Ohio State quarterback just doesn't put it together and, you know, flames out. Then you really, you know, you traded Mahomes for maybe a top five guy in Lawrence and, you know, 201 and 204. Like, yeah, they could be something. But, you know, I was taking Brian Edwards, you know, at that like 204, 205 spot in a lot of rookie drafts because I believed in him and I'm not saying he's done but his rookie year didn't leave a lot to be excited about yeah I mean maybe if there's some actual uh, players that have done something in the league thrown in instead of uh, you know some of these picks maybe you have a different story to talk about but just for four picks four dart throws uh, and if you ask me I need at least three Super flex, I need like three to four firsts value for Mahomes anyway. Like, just despite the fact that the 101 is such a high value, it's still a pick, it's still insanely unknown. I need it would take like 101, 102, 103, and then like the 201 and 202, and then I'll start thinking about it. And even still, I wouldn't do it because I, I want a, an actual player that's done something in the NFL before that I could say, okay, no, I like the promise of this. It's yeah, and, and if you're re- like if you're a rebuilding team, you're building around Mahomes anyway, unless you have absolutely nothing. Like if your team is complete trash and you have Patrick Mahomes, okay, I get this. You should have gotten more, but that's fine. But you, you're building a team around Lawrence and Fields or Lawrence and Wilson, if the weird world gets weird, it's not a terrible thing. Just uh, it's it's not a smart move, but that doesn't mean it won't end up being the right move. Yeah, and. and- it's a different discussion if Mahomes is you know, Aaron Rodgers' age. He's 37, 38, and you're like, all right, what's he got? Max, yep. two more good years before you have to, you know, throw him out with the bathwater. But, like, Mahomes has got, a, you know, a decade of excellence still left in him. On his like, contract. <laughs> yeah, and right. On his, and on his contract. So, I mean, why – why am I only getting a few years younger if we're talking about a rebuild? And, and literally still, it's just dart throws. Like, you know, we don't know. I mean, as much as we want to talk about, you know, number one overall quarterbacks, like Jared Goff was one of those. He just got traded. <laughs> like, MPM, like, you know, no one would, uh, no one would say like that was a successful 101 pick. I mean, he's good. He's been good. He's like that back end QB one, high end QB two. But 
Mahomes. Like, There's so many more you can go, like Goff, Winston, Mariota. I mean, you could even say RG3 at this point. I mean, that wasn't super his fault, but still it worked out the way it worked out. Even like, are you super thrilled with Andrew Luck only playing in the league for like four years-ish? Because he missed one, you know? it's Right. Like, that's still even, yeah, it was great while you had him, but again, it's 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 yeah. too much. It's It's too much risk for like literally the safest player in the league. Let's play yeah. a quick game. Oh, and cool. it, we'll we'll remove the 101 from that trade and I'm going to plug in a quarterback and you tell me if you'd be willing to make that trade. Okay. Uh Aaron Rodgers. Nope. There's no uh, point if you're, why get so much older and then take draft picks. Yep. Yeah. Uh Joe Burrow. Yeah. You would make I the would, trade? I would heavily start considering it, it, it at that so point. So you're saying- but- so you're saying, just to be clear, Joe Burrow, 102, 201, 204, I think. Correct. Yep. Yeah, I like I, I'm, I'm with Russ. I'm definitely starting to think I about still want that. more. That, that's the thing. Like, okay, I don't Justin think the value Herbert. is completely perfect. Yes. I mean, at, at what Justin Herbert is worth right now, yeah, I do it. Yeah. I mean, I, I do it, but I, I'm still kind of like what Russ was saying with the last one. I just want a you little don't, bit more. <laughs> you I don't feel great Russell about Wilson. it, like, but it, who was that? I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. Russell Wilson. Nah, I, I was too All busy right, saying so you no. Got, you guys you need finished. a young quarterback. Yes, with it's the, the only that's thing that makes shown sense. it. Plus the 102 and the 201 and the 204. And honestly, even in the in the Burrow and Herbert cases, like I want a little bit more. Like, yeah, it, it doesn't have to be like a massive piece, but I, I no, want. that's what you get. That's the offer. <sighs> I mean, I want, I'm greedy. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. Like, in the end, I wouldn't yeah. do it with Burrow. I, I, I mean, you have to go up from there. Like, what I do for Deshaun Watson, man, like, if I knew where he was. Um, Josh Allen just went at 102 in Trade Addicts 9, by the way. Uh, I took Mahomes at 1, Josh Allen went 2, and I took Kyler at 3. Because, yes, uh, too much to my co-host Rocky's chagrin, I, I went QX real hard, and I traded... I started with the 105 and somehow ended up with the 101 and 103. I, I like I said, I don't have picks till I don't have a first round pick next year, and I don't pick again till like the sixth. But I have really good quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Allen went 102 in the timeline list, listener league as well. So, I, I mean, I took him at the 105 back. in a draft in a mock draft. So I get it. Yeah, I mean, but that, I mean, that's really the the quarterback that I'm talking about where I'm like, yeah, I'm like a hundred percent sold, you know, Watson, Allen, Kyler, where I'm like, yeah, let's do that deal. Like, uh, but like Herbert, it's like, I want a little bit more like, you know, Burrow. I want a little bit more like Dak. Yeah. Yeah. I do it. I, I, I know I you would, say, Josh. I don't even know why I asked that one. I didn't want to say yeah too quickly because then everyone's like, you're a homer. homer. I'm like, Dak is yeah. really good. <laughs> I, I said it faster. Don't worry. You did. So, but yeah, I mean, Dak, as long as everything uh, goes well with the ankle, which all the reports are saying. You don't know saying, right now. The decision has to be made right now. No, I, I would. I mean, all the reports are saying that he's ahead of schedule on recovery. I wouldn't. So. Yeah. Dak, the 102. No. Got a hater. Got no, a hater. It's not now. a hater. It's just a matter of I'm much more conservative when it comes to 
like if I have a uh, the elite guy, like I want to, I want to get a surefire thing. I'm not sold that Dak's going to be with Dallas in three years, let alone, you know, where I know that Mahomes is in KC and they're always going to be building around him and he's going to make everybody better. I can't say that for Dak. And I mean, you and I've had that conversation where I just, I feel Dak's a good quarterback. I just don't feel like he's at that level. He's yeah, not, I just, but you know, you're also getting the one Oh two. Yeah. But I mean, that could end up being nothing. So I would much rather just go with the the top guy. Yeah. But what quarterbacks can you get for the one Oh two? Nobody that I would, you know, really care for. No, in a trade. No, I understand. But really? like you don't you'd have to get like you're not getting any of the players I listed. So then and there's a huge cliff after those guys, in my opinion, for what I'd be willing to pay. Man, trying to think of players off the top of your head is like the worst thing in the world. Like I'm sitting here like, yeah, but what about crap? Well, I, like nope, I cannot so think of an ADP Rogers is twelve. Okay, so Burrow is 10, or maybe Rodgers is 10. So, like, there's a huge change from Burrow to Rodgers, you know? And I, I just think that everything beyond that is, like, you know, just mediocrity. And so I would – I mean, what could you get for the 102, the 201, and the 204? I still don't think you're getting Burrow for that. You know what I mean? So, like – you would still be below good. Burrow, so essentially you'd be trading for Dak and some other quarterback that I'm not super excited about. I don't know if you can. I don't know if you can get Burrow for that right now, but I wouldn't be shocked if you could get Burrow for that in April. Wait, have you ever been super excited about anything, Bill? Like to me, there's like this is just what your face is. Like, well, I don't my face doesn't display emote. my emotions. I'm very much an emotional person. It's just I don't display it. I'm like emo. So because like, I remember I, I will never, 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 never forget the first episode <laughs> of Fantasy Timeline that ended up on the DAP network. And Bill was like, maybe we should wait till next week. I, I got really grumpy on this one. So I'm like, I, I was to this I, right I felt now. really grumpy. And, and then I listened to the show and I'm like, all right, the show just ended. Do you get grumpy <laughs> after the show? Because I didn't hear any grumpiness during the show. What's like this? Are you, is it now? Like when? When? When will then be now? Yeah, I Soon? guess like when I talk, like, I'm there was, pretty there, monotone, there was no so my emotion doesn't get displayed a lot when I'm speaking. <laughs> so, uh, but I felt grumpy. I got I got Bill fired up. <laughs> uh, was it right after the season? Maybe. Oh no, it was the uh, the whole Eagles tanking thing, which we don't need to go into again. But I don't even remember that. Yeah, I know, but he got fired up because you know. People were like, well, you're always supposed to play the best players. And I'm like, teams just oh, was this don't always at the end. Don't all yeah. I'm like, but teams just don't always do that. And like I, I brought up the fact that like statistically on a per game average, Joe uh, <laughs> Flacco was better than Sam Oh, Donald. yeah. And yeah. If you, I'm like, and, that's just and ridiculous. If, and if you want to run with that line of logic, then like you should be mad at the Jets for not starting Joe Flacco. And Bill was like, that's a ridiculous argument. And I'm like, but that's the point. It's ridiculous to say that teams always play the best players all the time. Like they have, that's not what you said. You said, no, that's not ridiculous. It's not though (laughs) on that line of thinking. 
if you're like, look at it, look at it, see, is the best players should always play, then you should be clamoring for some Joe Flacco, and ain't nobody doing that. So, emo Bill, dark version of Mr. Bill. Oh no, <laughs> I'd watch that, just saying. I, I, I love it, I love it. So, Aramie, we, uh, oh no, we had a uh. We had a couple of emo Bill just be like, Mister Bill. So we had a we had a couple questions. I always put out a uh, a little tweet on the timeline account, which is something you should be following. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, at Fantasy Timeline, because I'd like to get some some last minute listener questions to go in. And uh, both of these are from your co-host, Russ, so uh, so this should be fun. Uh, the first one is actually uh, directed towards me, but you mentioned him, so I think you should answer too. Uh, Quintess Cephas, man, myth, or legend, or all of the above. Obviously, it's all of the above. I don't, I you know, Russ, uh, man, myth, well, or legend I mean, for Quintess Cephas. I'm good with man and myth so far. I agree. Legends give me like two games. Give me like two games of him getting like ten targets, and then he's le- he's automatically legend status yeah. because yeah. I called it. That so I, I will go two out of three, but very easily he'll he'll climb that third rung. See, Ru- Russ is two thirds of the way there. I'm all the way there. So Rocky, now you know Quintess Cephas. You better make a uh, a big trade with uh, Lindsay to get Quintess Cephas on your team because because uh, mm-hmm. I don't think she's gonna I don't think she's gonna give him up now. So. Uh, Put out, put out your first for Quintess Cephas, Rocky. Put your money where your mouth is. Um, mm-hmm. And then I know this is Outhouse's favorite question and a question I know he won't answer, but... <laughs> trade Addicts 3. What is your favorite Trade Addicts League? <laughs> and we've lost Russ due to technical I'm going through a tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, wait, we know the answer. It's okay, It's okay, Russ. Um, I answered it for you. It's cool. Uh, I mean, and Bill answered it wrong. It's definitely TA2. But, you know, it, it's if all If you good. only knew, buddy. If you only oh, knew. Trust me. I, I know more than you think I do. Um, <laughs> no. I mean, I, I love just to, to poke a little fun at Russ because people ask him this question all the time. And Russ I love is like, all my children equally. I ain't doing it. You know, it ain't happening. I'm not I'm not giving you no answers to no stuff because he's a smart man. And now now you have nine children with the uh, the start of uh TA9. And uh I saw someone Catholic tweet, uh old Catholic family. Yeah, he's he's just kids everywhere. I'm just trying to keep I'm perpetuating our species. That's what I'm doing. There you go. Good for you. Well, trust me, the uh the dynasty uh, population will never go slow because uh, Russ is just there all the time, just popping them, popping them. Um, but no, man, I saw someone tweet out like, uh, there's been like 20 trades made and the uh, <laughs> the draft hasn't even started yet. Yeah, that I mean, that was mostly my fault. I started with the 105. I traded up to the 103 and then I traded... The one oh, then I traded like my, my second and third to get the one oh eight. I traded up from the one oh eight to get the one oh one. So like I did like four of them all on my own, and <laughs> yeah, it was 
it was it was fun. It was messy. It was wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> the Philip Rivers of fantasy football. Oh, that is funny <laughs> and hurtful at the same time. <laughs> that is funny. There All you right. go. So, uh, so I got got a shout out here two weeks in a row. Actually, people are starting to put more articles on Twitter now, so I get to read more, which I love. Um, and this one is uh, from the league winners at FF League Winners. Uh, uh, this is the latest article from at FF Parks as he looks into Tampa Bay wide receiver Mike Evans. Uh, some have told you to sell last year, but Parks does an incredible go- job showcasing the consistency of Evans through his career. A very great read. I actually read it. It is a great read. And we did talk a little bit about Evans earlier, so it ties in perfectly. Uh, I will drop that link uh, in the uh, in the show description and uh on the uh on the show notes that we uh that we put out on twitter so uh in that case russ uh we're gonna wrap this thing up i know you have another pot after this because you are a marathon man uh so Such we want to mistake i want to get you out of here so you have time you should have been drinking the coffee <laughs> uh. Uh, time to prep for that, but just in case for some unknown reason people don't know who you are or where they can find you, which I don't even think is a thing anymore, uh, let them know. Nah, I mean, I'm at Dynasty Outhouse on Twitter. You know, say hi. It's all good. Uh, but subscribe to the <laughs> Dynasty Addicts Podcast Network because you can listen to the awesome, awesome show Fantasy Timeline or subscribe to the YouTube channel of the Dynasty Addicts Podcast Network. Hit that subscribe and the notifications button so you get that ding whenever we go live Wednesdays at 9 o'clock. And I, I'm really bad at doing this. I don't know why. I, you're doing like, a great I, job. I did, like, yeah. I did the hype man voice, too, and I'm doing the hands if you're watching. No, but like so seriously, just subscribe to the Dab Network because like everyone's show was just freaking awesome. Like I love the timeline. Junkies came back. Oh man, like listen to the junkies if you hadn't yet. Like Dustin sounds refreshed and it's That's wonderful. And, and Scott is just so damn good at podcasting. So it's and Rocky's okay, I guess. Um, but also get real. You know, Casey had some computer issues, but finally she came back. The next on my list is her interview with Matt frickin' Berry, which is cool as hell. Yeah. So, yeah, there's so much good stuff there. And since I am a company man, also subscribe to the the Dynasty League Football, the family of podcasts over there, which is another way to get the Trade Addicts podcast and some awesome other podcasts like Dynasty Game Night, which for some reason I also host because why only host one podcast when you could host like six? Again, the Philip Rivers of fantasy football podcast hosting. So, uh, Russ, appreciate you. And actually, you did a great job because normally I tell people to subscribe on YouTube and subscribe to the feed and all that stuff. So, you knocked all that stuff out of the park. Uh, just a quick you, thanks. Just a quick thanks to everybody that was in the chat Drew, Short Logic, Lindsay, Steve Dennis, Ryan. I probably forgot a person or two. I apologize, but. It's always more fun. He plays hard. He plays hard. Hard. Yeah. Yeah, everybody, thank you. It's a lot more fun when there's stuff kind of scrolling by in the comments. And, you know, we can call call Russ the Phillip Rivers of fantasy football, which is now his new nickname. (laughs) And uh, it just makes it fun. So thank you. We appreciate it. And, Bill, guess what? We're out of here. Late.